What's up, Martin? Hey, Martin. What's, up, What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Way All too right. busy at work. Uh, work sucks. We've already uh, gone over that on several episodes. Yes, we have. It's a constant. Uh, well, welcome back to the Dice Bar Gaming Podcast, everybody. It's been a week since we played, so we'll uh, do a quick recap and then get started with this bullshit. Yep, yep. Uh, some heavy ass roll, double penetrating. What did we call it last time? Penetrating, pentatrating. <laughs> pentatrating, uh, yeah. Pentatrating, um, podcasting, role play. Last episode, we kicked off at Stoon's Farm. You guys opened the scroll, which Yuri's father had for a long time. He was told not to open it by whoever had brought you guys back to life, and has been your benefactor ever since. You opened it, discovered that, yeah, your 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 destiny is somewhat greater than maybe even originally thought. Uh, you're playing some sort of game uh, with the tarots and you guys and magic items and... Cats and dogs decks, living together. Cats and dogs living together. It's just uh, something you haven't fully put together. But you uh, were honest with everybody, including all the NPCs that are traveling with you. And uh, gave them an ultimatum of coming with or, you know, staying stay put. And, and nobody separate. made the decision to stay put. Which, if I remember right, uh, Yuri felt a great sense of pride from that. Like, mm-hmm. he instilled enough whatever it is, that you, machismo that you guys have to uh, <laughs> make them want to follow you guys. After leaving Stoon's Farm, we had a little bit of traveling. Making your way several days south, which you guys are heading south by southwest to the city of Treegum. Come across a traveler that you only came across in a cutscene, which I did at the end of one of our sessions, of a woman who had hunted Alistair Gray to garden. I think you saw in other visions as well. She's the one that led, originally led to his first demise, but he came back, of course, and found a way to die again. Nice guy. Hey, you know, you're going to do something. Do it right. You know, yeah. he, he made her job easier. <laughs> made her job easier. We ran into her, felt that she was a very dangerous individual. She decided not to attack, but instead that you were free to go because you did not have the knowledge, which apparently Alistair died with, which actually in reality, you guys had a little bit. Alistair hinted at it a few times, a few different things, but she was not able to tell. That or something really dissuaded her from engaging you guys. Neither here nor there. She uh, continued on. You guys continued south. And then we wrapped up that session with her. Uh, another small little cutscene of her saying that there's something with you guys that she even her, even she feared would lead to their undoing if they did attack you guys. Anything I miss or we want to go over before we can... Get this shit on the road. Actually, literally, you guys are on the road. I think we're on a raft. Not yet. You're heading to the Ford. You're almost going to be there. Ah. You're almost there. Stay away from the Ford. No, I think we're good. Right. No, nope, good. Well, thank you for the segue, Derek. How you doing, Morris? I'm doing good. I just want to make sure we get in there five minutes of hearing that beautiful voice of yours. Oh, my, my melodious voice. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. How Morris you feeling? Is over little... there like, I have a cold. Quit making me talk. <laughs> He's like, this is supposed uh, to be a, a good session of me just sitting over here chilling. <laughs> At least I'm not actually on cold medicine right now because then it's a very different experience. <laughs> Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Um, say, hey, Scoob. How many dragons did you say, Lerman? <laughs> <What>? Charge! 
All right. Um, well, let's kick this session off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You guys are continuing south. Uh, I mentioned a Ford. You have to get through across the... I can't believe I'm doing this, but you realize... You know what? I'm... There's... there's yeah. Now you have to say it. Now it's too late. You don't yep, open up yep, the bag, so you might as well spill it. You gotta say it, man. You gotta say it. Hey, friends. I said friends. We said that already. Are you sure? I did. Yes. <laughs> oh. It slid under the radar for some reason. Maybe I did I... it, and then I said, how are you guys doing? Oh, okay. No. Man, uh, my hey. hey friends means nothing to you anymore. I guess. So what it's... we're going to do is we're going to edit his to come in right after ours, so he can still <laughs> feel like he was part of the group. But yeah, we all uh, said it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of what's going on. Yep. Uh, How many beers have you had today already? Uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, so, yes, the next step in the adventure or south, trek south was to ford across the Sinswood uh, River. Is it Ford or Fajord? Fajord. I think it's Ford. It's a Fajord. I'm pretty sure it's Ford. I think probably that word is based off, one's based off the other, which one is very Nordic sounding. So I like the Nordic oh, sound. Okay, so like... Because uh, Ford uh, is found uh, on Roadside uh, Dead uh, is a car, so... It's, it's still more... <laughs> it's oh, God. Fjord. Fjord is the word you're thinking of. Yeah. And that's a big lake. I, I just say the J to make it sound like... So, um... A ferry across the river. There you go. If that makes you happier. Uh, that sounds more correct. Uh, well, there's a little, a, a little town called Sinswood. It's based off... Uh, the lake's name, which is where the river gets its name as well. Uh, Do you say lar- Sinswood? Sinswood, yep. I don't think I want to go to that place. <laughs> no, Everything's got a very... The, this, it might be adultery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, you know, don't covet your wife or something. I don't know. Or not well, your wife. I'm just I mean, saying, I covet my wife, but don't cover... You like, don't cover if it was wife. the woods that everybody goes into to, like, sleep with somebody else's wife, I'm just saying that might not... Don't be... eat too much food. You know, gluttony, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah. yeah it's could the be gluttony that. woods. I could hang out in there on cheat days. Uh, Don't gamble. <laughs> everything on Adrian's Island. I really like gambling. Everything on uh, Adrian's Island slash Gravehold has a, like an overly, over top, you know, like, co- you know, Cold Iron Mountains, very, you know, or a uh, crypt lake, or, you know, it has very, grave. a very uh, edgy, edgy kind of, gotcha. whoever named these places. Went off. They had, uh, once long ago had very sophisticated. Uh, Let's just Azulian, say they wore mascara. Azulian. Under- they had a very sophisticated <laughs> Azulian Empire names, but to edge it up later in common, they they changed a lot to the basic, the basic tongue. Gotcha. And it, neither here nor there. You have to get to Sinswood, and you're gonna afford a cross, and um, continue to head south. The day goes pretty quickly. Continue to head south, unless somebody has something they want to talk to an individual crew member, or sorry, uh, another uh, party member with. We're just going to uh, move time forward through getting through this. Everybody I don't good? think anything was left unspoken about from the last episode. So I, think no, uh, uh, I mean, that lady was kind of weird, and I'm sure you guys were mentioning that, but unless somebody had something specifically to talk about with that. Mm-hmm. Not really. Unless anybody heard what she said. I'm, no. no. I'm, I'm right. sure there's probably a little bit of uh, Chit chat going back and forth, but like, well, what did she want with Alistair? I'm like, eh, nobody knows what she wanted with Alistair, truly. Yeah. All right, so you guys ferry across the uh, the river. Nothing really 
important happens there. You guys got lunch, and then it was one of those uh, ferries where the the big thick rope. You know what I'm talking about, and they yeah, me and Derek were talking about that earlier today. <laughs> takes a half That's hour hilarious. to get you know like, one of those guys. I was to... like, yep, it's gonna be a big like it's one of those pull rope things. Yeah, but you know, and that is very cliche. However, <laughs> nobody's chasing you, and you don't have to cut it. You just you just go, and then and you get to the other side. It's, That's it. It's nice. That's it. Yeah. No. So no. Nothing th- crazy. This was a very uneventful movie event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because every know, time you see it in a movie, you got to cut that rope. Just an incredibly like prejudiced guy, you know, pulling the rope and just like saying how he hates every race and every uh, like all females. Just a, a total asshole. It's really the only thing eventful in that okay. whole thing. Um, but you get to the other side and I send another... him ahead and I, I murder the guy so that, <laughs> and and cut the rope so that the <laughs> people the zealot can't follow us. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. Oh, you really are cutting the rope? <laughs> oh, you are? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. I send uh, them far ahead. I'm just like, I want to talk to this guy or something. All right. I, He's on his way back, you know, by this point. <laughs> oh, no. I I, I want to stop him before he leaves. Uh, oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. So, okay. hey, I'll offer him talk. some coin. So, like, just let me send my, my friends ahead kind of thing. And okay. Then, I told them I'll catch up, and yeah, I, I hide him in the bushes or something. <laughs> Are you going to get rid of the guy? Yeah, I'm going to get rid of the guy. I don't want him to put... He might have another rope somewhere. Okay. Wow. Wow. And I'm up there talking to, urine, uh, talking to Strom. I'm like, you know, I always had my suspicions about him. <laughs> You're saying he's so sure. bad. You know, like, <laughs> uh, he's a nice guy. Like, uh, I, I think I he's, he's more or less going to help us now. <laughs> no roles required. This guy's a level zero. Uh... Yeah, I, I feel a little bad, but... Like greater good and all that, and she really looked like she was gonna murder us. Yep, she I, was t- I told them, and you felt uh, convinced she could do it. Yeah, and I told them like, no, it's cool. She's she's just a little bit of a zealot. It's nothing to worry about. I'm sure she won't show up again. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, you murder the old man, throw him in a bush, and cut the line, and then the uh, raft goes downstream towards the ocean, downriver. Sorry, and uh, neither near here nor there. I'm going to fast forward another a bunch of days. Uh, the only real conversations of note is Lyrium. You're on the cart with Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And you and hear this. You can tell something's been just gnawing at him for a few days. This is a few days after even the, the ferrying, and he just kind of finds it. And then you hear this. Oh, and he cracks ah, open yes. an ice-cold Bud Light. <laughs> and uh, he's drinking it. Um, Lord. I hate domestic beer. And this is all that we have. I am drinking <laughs> cow piss. In the middle of... down cow piss. <laughs> in the middle of this godful, God's forsaken land. Why are we here, my lord? I mean, what are we doing? We are embarking on a whole new chapter of life. This is our chance to embark on real adventure. What were we doing before, my lord? I was almost even by a wyvern. Well, up until that point, we had been going town to town, just entertaining, making out a living, but now I have my ancestors' loot. I have purpose. I've, I've seen a greater world. This isn't just dealing with ruffians and brigands in a town. We've dealt with those plenty of times. Oh, no, but... just ruffians and brigands on horseback in the middle of nowhere drinking domestic. And Bartender, wyverns. pina colada, please. <laughs> Here you go, guy. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a bartender in the very nice bag over there. Well, he's the only one I like. Who points up to the heavens. Why? In the end, this will make for great stories. It will make us better people. It will do real good in the world. Didn't you feel alive when we took down that wyvern? Um, I like the stories idea, my lord. I'll leave the better world to you. But this is against my better judgment. These people are going to lead to nothing but trouble. Oh, don't ever change. And domestic beer trouble at that. <laughs> he scoffs at his beer. But he drinks it all the same. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Sebastian remains his normal... You think you, you got to him, but uh, he is not happy about it either way. Other than that, we continue on for a few more days, unless somebody has something else to say. You guys are not traveling in silence by any means, or nor, like... I, honestly, the weather, remember I've told you that the weather was kind of shitty when we first started out. The weather's really turned since getting further south on Andrews Island. Uh, the sun's come out. Uh, the, the bite out of the air is gone. It's now actually becoming more summery, so those who wear the heavier armors and those who said they were wearing their helmets while traveling... Don't feel so good about that because you're Isn't baking. Warm? <laughs> you're baking and you're starting to bake in your helmet. The, the helmet will come off. <laughs> um, Everybody can look at me in one eye. <laughs> now, do you do, do you have an eye patch or do you have just the eye? Clothes? I have an eye patch. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I took out the eyeball, but it's not like the whole socket and everything's destroyed. But you know, it does have some scarring from where I did dig out the eyeball with a spoon, but still. Um, well, yeah, I wear the eye patch because it just looks a little weird. Because it's still you twit it hurt more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you guys are obviously speaking and doing things. So yeah. unless somebody has something uh, noteworthy of wanting to role play, we'll we'll just keep on. The only south. thing I'm doing is I am riding around with the bag of holding. Are you thirsty? Want something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys staying hammered during this whole? <laughs> no, 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 not. no. No, just for those that want the occasional drink every now and then. <laughs> Like uh, Grimshaw, he gets milk. <laughs> I'm too young, but in goblin years, I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to this. us. <laughs> like, I will pass the time. We don't know how long we're we'll just all get hammered out of the bag and then just wake up in towns like four days away. <laughs> yeah, how do we like, get this here? Is amazing. <laughs> you have a bar. It's like I have one Skipped drink. And four days goes by. You guys have a bard and an open bar for travel. Oh, That's God. actually a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Why is he riding on horseback? He should be riding on a wagon playing <laughs> and entertaining. I'm trying to keep everybody happy. How, how much alcohol would I estimate they've gone through in the travels? I don't know. How much do you guys think you drink a day? Each of you. Yuri. Maybe half a bottle. Okay. Wow. All right. Delirium. <laughs> Oh, uh, probably a bottle of wine. Okay, not bad. Uh, with Yuri, half a bottle. So, and you finish the bottle, polish. You guys yep. polish a bottle off together. Okay. Yeah. And we've been traveling for like three days since the Ford. Uh, since the Ford, yes. And now about everybody else, like. Now I say maybe a half a bottle. Devlin doesn't and, drink, and that's not counting getting a bottle of the high octane stuff out just so I can do some fire spitting for fun. <laughs> uh, Garn drinks, Puddles drinks, Miranda drinks, 
Sebastian drinks. The others kind of on the level with Yuri and Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, we still have water and and drinks and stuff like that. We have flasks and water. There are just (laughs) there are game things I might hit you with. That's fine. All right. All right. But I'm trying to keep everybody in a good mood. Trying to keep the travel. No, no, that's this is a grand adventure. (laughs) All right. Especially with the troll hounds. Trollhound ain't getting shit to drink. I don't need him just licking people and killing them by accident. <laughs> so, <laughs> three days into the adventure, that night you guys are set in camp, off far off to the east. Uh, remember the Cold Iron Mountain range I described that is to your east. You're getting further and further away from it as you head west. But uh, miles and miles off, you see a whole mountain range, three or four mountains dominated by a soft glow blue light even from this distance which has got to be over 20 miles away you can see this light it's soft it's it's like an eerie ghostly blue okay okay and it's very far away i'm gonna pull out prima fear i know you ain't got eyes but i'm sure oh, you're you pulling out yeah gets colder around the camp Man, why ain't I been riding with her out? <laughs> it's been hot. <laughs> she going on my hip. For it does the rest feel way better. Ride. It's like, uh, air conditioning. <laughs> I'm riding by myself, and she's always gonna be out now. <laughs> I can't wield her, but she can ride. Can anybody? Can anybody in the the extended party cook? Nope. Uh, I think the only person that's been cooking for you guys puddles is puddles. Yep. yep. Gotcha. As long as it's not Sebastian, I feel and, like that guy might poison us. Like <laughs> spikes. Uh, you know, to give you guys, and I, I've sort of gone over this already, to give you the basic Chimerian, sits in her seat quietly, looking straight. Not a complaint. However, nothing to add either. Uh, Devlin always has a good story about, oh, this mountain range has this going on. Uh, you, you think actually after spending a couple months with him, you'll probably get a, a synergy to history. <laughs> Just, just to how he just kind of ran his random facts. He's the, the random fact guy. If you gotcha. guys get it. All right. Uh, Garn is always listening to Puddles talk, blah, 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 blah. And Puddles is, you know, oh, always bubbly talking. and always, that's kind of, I think I accidentally called her Bubbles once just because that's her personality. Uh, Miranda is always sharp eyes looking out and every bush has an enemy behind it. And uh, Grimshaw is normally just kind of, Happy Stupidly looking, you know, like happy to be here kind of look. When people are set in camp, like Miranda and Garn are the ones who are cutting wood, getting this camp set up. Uh, Grimshaw is the one doing the menial tasks, like getting like the fire ready and that kind of thing. Puddles is always the one doing the odd jobs. She's she's cooks. Uh, if let's say somebody got a rain, she sets out the blankets to dry for the night. You know that kind of. Those kind of tasks. Something you guys have a little village going on, if that makes gotcha. sense. Okay. But Puddles is the one that has all the. You don't think she's probably very skilled with uh, battle or like a sage like uh, Devlin or know her way around nature like maybe Miranda does, but she knows a lot of little things. I think we role played or we role played one of the sessions. She was yep. fixing Garn's boot. Gotcha. You know, yeah. She's good at fixing horse tackle and setting horses up, that kind of thing. And she never complains. All in all, with everybody being half drunk and everybody being in good spirits, it's a pretty happy camp. <laughs> um, anyway, so this hot, soft blue light that night is eerily casting a 
a glow, a soft glow amongst the camp as you guys are setting up. You're only noticing it now as the sun goes down. Yeah. So then, so uh, like I said, I pull out Primafera and I ask her if she knows what that glow might be. I do not. Though this island's history is unknown to me, I have been, I was within that tower for a long, long time. Your father comes up next to you. It is the city of Albarach. I'm not familiar with that city name. Roll. <laughs> History. <laughs> yeah, it's going to all over here this time. I don't have knowledge history. I did not <laughs> roll a natural 20. Or roll a natural 20. I got half of it. <laughs> a natural 20. Knowledge history. Well, right. 23. 23. So you, you have a few things. So I'll, I'll add. After he speaks about it, I'll, have, I'll tell you anything he you have to add. Lyrium and... Strom, you're going to have some interesting fact about it, but just wait till okay. he finishes talking. Abarach was a city long ago that was made for the workers of Adrian's Island. But the Azulians knew that their secrets of their tombs must be kept. Keeping them in the natural world was out of the question, of course. So they settled a whole city then, as legend would have it, half murdered them all. As you may or may not know, Adrian's Island has one foot in the grave, in the afterlife, and one in the prime material plane. Well, that city exists in both. So, the workers you would see there, and the people that live there in that city now, are the same ones that worked on the tombs thousands of years ago. It is even said that some of these Zulian wizards still live there now. Because time is relative there. Mm. It should be avoided. But we could go there. The living have been known to do business in the city of Albarash. But I'd avoid it. I think unless the compass is pointing toward it, we should... Do just that. Whole city of ghosts. Most unpleasant. I don't think we're scheduled to go there. So I think we can avoid it for now. So what do they have to add? So Abrosh, one thing that you know about it, it uh, Strom, that, not only, that he is right, that's what the common belief is, but... A belief that they actually feel is more credible is Abarash was a city full of, yes, their, their servants, but they purposely, the archmages of the city and the, the city council themselves purposely went to the city of the dead, or sorry, put themselves into the realm of the dead on purpose to get away from the Azulians and declare their freedom and their independence. And that's why they still stand today or the city still stands today as one of the yeah it's a ghost city but it might be the closest thing you'll find to anything that's still a zillion it is one of the oldest cities that is still a zillion it is definitely full of ghosts uh, i heard this from my teacher 
the priest of Vaster. Uh, he taught me many things about the surface world while I was down in the Monster of Realms. Uh, one of those cities, that city particularly came up. It is full of Azulians. And primarily, they everyone there is a ghost. People still go there to trade from time to time. Interesting. You don't really have much to add, Lyrium. That's pretty much the gist yeah. of what you got, too. Just a cool landmark within this place. Really one to be avoided if necessary by the living. Well, since the landmark was brought up, it means we will eventually go there one day. <laughs> Hopefully not. Maybe it's where we go to get somebody back to life. Fast forward four days. Unless you guys have something. No. Getting closer and closer to tree gum. The weather gets hotter and hotter as you get south. And I keep Primafera on my side. <laughs> um, anybody who is around, let's say, 20 feet of Yuri feels a cool breeze coming from him. That would be definitely Strom and the Troll Dog. I'll be riding in the middle of the whole group. <laughs> 20 feet's not very much. So <laughs> The whole group's like huddled. Like you guys have four bags. Like, everybody's in a ball. It's like, this is so nice. <laughs> it's like I didn't. You know, at first I was like, oh, that's really nice. And then everybody else started going in. And I just imagined being in the center of a fireball. <laughs> decided that I would step away from the, <laughs> the meatball that, that might be on fire. <laughs> Chef's salty balls. <laughs> um, on the fourth day in the middle of the day you're about a uh, day and a half away from uh, Tregum at this point you guys are walking and Camerion has stopped her wagon the wagons in front of her keep on going until they notice of course that she stopped and then the wagons behind her had to stop because you know hey you want to run into the person in front of you and she's just staring south at something look south you don't see anything her she father Devlin's like what are you doing what is it? Do you see something? He gets out of the spyglass. <laughs> I don't see anything. And she's just wordlessly staring south. I'll ride up next to him. Your father looks at you, exasperated, like, and shrugs. What's going on? He stopped the wagon. He's trying to take the reins from her, see if she'll gently give him up, but she's just holding on to him, like, deal grip. And he kind of looks at you, like, what to do. I get down, and uh, we get up on the wagon, sit next to her. Is she in the middle? Sure. Yeah, she's driving it. Sit next to her. Lean over. What worries you so? We should go that way. Which way is south headed? I mean... Uh, past Tregum. You don't know. Tregum's mostly west at this point. And what shall we find there? I don't know. It is important to you? He's staring. Or just inquisitive? I don't know. She's not looking at you still. She's still staring. I know. I'm, I'm like sitting next to her, looking the same direction, but like talking to her like if we were buddy-buddy. Okay. This is like the closest I've ever been to her because she still creeps me out. All right. You're, you're looking south, trying to see what she sees. You see nothing for the life of you. Everybody's... At this point, I would assume looking south, too, just trying to see whatever's going on. But after a while, like, what the hell? And you feel a hand go in your hand as she's next to you. And she 
curls up next to you like it's real close. <laughs> Look at her. Hey. See, your eyes are dark, dark brown. How you doing? Normally they're very light blue. I'm doing good. What's your name? Look at Dad. You're like, what the frig is... He just kind of... He looks a little confused, too. But Um, Yuri? Oh, and then horrified. <laughs> Hi. My name's Silky. You're big and strong. She's... <laughs> She's touching your bicep. Thank you. Where's Alistair? Why are we outside? He's looking around. Alistair's no longer with us. Wow. I was getting him a drink. Do we have a drink? Sure. What would you like? Egg, huh? <laughs> Open up the bag. <laughs> she has a drink. It's like, ask for whatever you want. He can get it for you. As long as we got it. <laughs> she gets it. Looking at Dad again. Like, giving him the... What the frick, He's dude? not... <laughs> He's looking exasperated as she's putting her... Hair in a ponytail. Uh, her whole demeanor's changed. She's looking around at you guys like... <laughs> Do you remember what he, he told... What Zane told you about? Many, many minds, one mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hey. Hi, boys. Ladies. Just in case it is actually something there, I will scout out for a while. Tried to calm her down. Ooh, I like his accent. All right. <laughs> I got no time for crazy. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll bring this to the group. We'll head south for a while. No, just continue on the road. I will find you. If there oh, is something you're, there, oh, you're going to go. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. It's just kind of a thing, and uh, I'm even willing to sp- speed up more time. But you, there's nothing. Forests and hills, as far as the eye can see. So maybe the ocean is down south. There's gotcha. No tombs or ruins or anything. Not that you can see, but I mean, there's so much landscape down there, and it's it's a far way to go. You'd be traveling a day or two to gotcha. get to wherever. I'll give it a couple miles, but if I don't mm, see anything nothing. or, yeah, nothing as far as that's concerned. It's whatever she was looking at. If she was looking at something, is not for a ways. Yuri, you're now, she goes, yeah, and your, your horse is kind of trotting along next to you, and she's chit-chatting you up while talking on the the wagon. Okay. Well, I um, smell the ocean. I haven't seen the ocean in a while. Long, long, while. Are we going to go on a boat ride? We're going to try. I love a boat ride. I just like the way it moves back and forth, and she sashays uncomfortably so in the seat next to you. Or your dad. Your dad scooches over, like, you know, to get away from her. I've got this little look on my face of, like, are you serious right now? <laughs> looking at my dad every now and then when she, like, leans forward or something like and that. She, I'm looking at him like, what the hell? She's all up in your personal bubble. It's like, dude, it's, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, I mean, I'm, in one aspect, I'm not, not enjoying it. <laughs> but I had this moment of, like, she's not my sister and it's just somebody that my dad's taking care of but she's kind of family so it's a little odd feeling <laughs> but the attention from a girl is not that odd feeling <laughs> <laughs> Bobby doesn't have a crazy meter like yeah. real life Bobby doesn't have a crazy meter so he's like <laughs> oh, oh I know it's crazy <laughs> I'm, 
Um, my character. I'm trying to play my character. I know. I'm just joking with you. His crazy meter got destroyed with Carver, remember? <laughs> yeah. I think most of our crazy meters got destroyed. Um, so now it's just so low on the crazy level that it doesn't register. <laughs> as Even as you are talking to her further and you see her hair is normally very straight, it's over time curled up into a very curly wavy hair. Uh, still blonde, but like even her... Her cheeks have sunken in a little bit, and like different, like she almost looks like a different person a little bit. I mean, still Chimerian, but like enough facial features. Could have been like are, a sister. A sister, correct. Yeah. As she's talking to you guys. And doing but, it, but she goes by Silky now, so I'll refer to her as Silky. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find nothing, Zane? Yeah, head back then. There we go. <laughs> Sebastian just gives you a long look, Lyrium, like. See, motherfucker? <laughs> this is building suspense. It's going to work out beautifully. Like, you Something know what? is afoot, Sebastian. Do you not see the girl? She's I right there. See the girl? It's a different girl. It's, and that's fascinating. <laughs> I need... I, I he just starts check. drinking his... I want to listen to How close are they to us? Can I hear them? Sure. Because yeah, if sure. I hear that's interesting or fascinating, oh, we so switching spots. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cool is about to sit next to her that can tell stories and get a story. Nothing really of a note happens for the next day or so. That night goes uneventful. The next morning, Chimerian's back. Her hair is back to straight. Her eyes are blue. <laughs> and she's just going about her business. Doesn't even recall looking south if it asks about it. I'll just let it be. And halfway through this the next the day after next, uh, you you crest the hill and you start smelling the ocean. And I'll, oh, I'll even read the flavor text. It's the, salty with a bit of sand and grit in the flavor. <laughs> all right, the city of Trigum. Uh, a soft breeze carries the sea scent and sparse clouds inland, keeping the city cooler despite the summer sun. Most of the city is built upon an enormous trunk spanning miles. Homes and businesses alike number in the hundreds, with the largest buildings near the city center. People go about their business in loose, comfortable clothing amid its bustling streets, busy decorating for the midsummer celebrations that are only days away. So in game terms... What you guys are looking at is a coastal town um, with an inlet right on the water. However, and a festival that's going to keep us here for several days. <laughs> a majority of the city, the most fascinating thing in the city that you see, the the at a, a moment's glance, you're like, huh, that's weird. And then it becomes amazing is that it seems like the the city is built up on an altar or a wall like raised probably three stories high majority of the city when you did but then upon further look you see it's a stump of a tree like an enormous tree that would take miles and my or spanning miles and miles around but like cut flat like by a chainsaw or by a blade in one hit and then the city is sitting on top of it and lots of uh smaller uh houses and dwellings are down at the base of the stump but an intricate network of stairs and ladders and scaffoldings are wake, making their way up some of them even have like 
larger uh, stairs going up, but the major part of the city is almost on an altar, so to speak, of a stump of a tree. Wow. Okay. I mean, I would, again, the vastness of the stream, must, and of course it's, it's been a time, it doesn't look like it's uh, solid wood anymore, it's fossilized, and what, what do you call it when uh, trees go to... Petrified. Yeah, it, uh, the, the stump itself looks petrified at this point, because that's what, for a moment there you thought it might be stone, it's based upon, but now, as you look at it, it's built upon a tree. So my question is, where did the rest of that tree go? Funny you say that. Legend has it that when it was cut down, it fell into the ocean, which is why the inlet goes straight into where, against the base of the tree, and something dragged it into the ocean. <laughs> Release the Kraken! <laughs> but yeah, there was Release to multiple be- Krakens, but the main Kraken. <laughs> in the this was this they said that uh, tree gum was destroyed in the, in the age of the first destruction. So for what Poor reasons tree. and what type of tree and what the tree did, nobody knows for sure. But there are actually several trees like this spotted throughout the whole planet. But this is the only one somebody built a, a, a city upon. Uh, Zane, since you have been here before, you know it's a city of approximately, and you guys can tell this by the looks of it, it's not just Zane that knows this, population of around 25,000. You know there's a governor of the city, uh, ran by like a council called the Green Court. Everything's very foresty and theme here. The Red Oak Guard are like who patrols the city. They're the ones who the governor runs. There's uh, some notable factions. They're called the Shankers or the... They're primarily assassins and thieves, like guild, very open about what they do and, and very nasty yes. individuals. <laughs> but they're throughout the city. Super creative with their name, too. The Shankus. Yeah. Supposedly an orc, based off an orc thing. The Then there's a, a whaler's faction, and then uh, who are like the local fishermen, but the local fishermen going with the whaler's faction is a big one. And then another very big one, which is your friend that I mentioned your contact here he's part of the independent captains uh, of the song which is a play on words with the singing sound is the body of water which is off of here and, and independent captains is a nice way of saying pirate uh, yeah that's um, pretty much it and you guys are looking at the city look at all that water that is amazing. It just goes on and on. Sure does. Um, yeah, I've never seen that much water before. You've not seen the ocean either? No. It's amazing. A couple of these guys probably, Grimshaw's looking slack-jawed at it. Uh, of course, Garn. Uh, everybody else seems to... Yeah, we've seen the damn ocean before. <laughs> um, but yeah, Garn and Grimshaw are like, whoa. Um, but the rest of you guys are looking at this amazing city on a, a stump, tree stump. Yeah, I'm looking at the size of the tree stump like, wow. So do I know any inns that could house all of them? Obviously, a place where I'm going to meet a pirate is probably uh, not the place we want to keep our valuables. <laughs> um uh, I mean, if the Blind Griffin is is that kind of place, uh... it's it's on the sh- it's on the uh, the waterfront, okay. so it is a, a tad bit rough. However, it's one of those places that you probably won't be lo- robbed blind if you look like you can take care of yourself, which 
you guys do. And it's more for the uh, the older pirates, kind of like wanting a, a quiet place rather than... It's it's in northern tree gum along the, the docks there where southern tree gum's docks are more the, the rowdy gotcha. people. They're Understand, the, this is not the a... worse. <laughs> and I know you're meeting like an old pirate and we'll go over that, that whole thing in a minute. But uh, he... This is not a very heavily pirate-y city. Like, no, no. It's the, just like the docks. So so it's kind of like, you remember when we did your destination wedding, right? <laughs> we were a bunch of shitheads okay. because we knew we were going to leave. <laughs> uh, so these docks are more... That's Sailors like, are like that. <laughs> so these docks and tree gum is uh, a little different than a lot of other cities with docks. Not as much as you would think for a city this big because we're not a huge trade city. Once you're here, you're here. You you gotcha. live here, you stay here. Most of these docks are for local fishermen because the transit over to the mainland is one a or is very treacherous yeah. for one and two. It's very politically or uh, the governments regulate it well with taxes. So there's not like a lot that. of trade. Back and forth is not a big thing. It's even on the best of situations, it, getting a a ride back and forth because. Uh, you know, this is probably a good time to talk about now. The uh, For my world of Melhoran, sea travel is much different than most other worlds. Uh, sea travel, you almost need, for long-term treks across the ocean, you need a priest of Tydronus, who is the god of the oceans. When you die at sea, you go somewhere completely different for simplistic terms and people to understand when you know you die on land you go to the god of death uh degotha which is kind of a version of hades so to speak when you die on land if you die at sea you go to a completely different god who is who some seas is stealing these souls so there he the sea god is at odds with the other gods so a couple of different rules apply on the ocean safe travel is is few and far between. If you are seen even, like, the sea goddess is seen as being very petty. Simp- the easiest way to put it. He, you could do something that you do not see as a slight against him, and he'll sink your whole fucking ship full of 100 people. I guess that, what I'm trying to is a DM uh, to... The ocean Make god sure. is a diva. He's a, he's a big old <laughs> dickhead. And <laughs> traveling on water is a at best of times is extremely dangerous and the other thing that is a big difference in my world than maybe others is on the ocean uh, some people call it the curse of the the black powder so to speak on the mainland weapons such as muskets and firearms do not work on land very often you need spells powerful spells you mean on, on boats no so on land you need powerful spells to make them work normal and it's even said that the powder that they get, the uh, uh, or, or the, where the black powder comes from, comes from only one island on the realm out in the middle of the sea. It's all mined from one place. We'll get into the history of that later if, when it becomes important. But anyway, this powder only works on the ocean. Ah. If you take it off the ocean or anywhere where there's not salt there's a high chance it'll explode. As much of a high chance it'll explode in your face as it will work. So powerful spells have to be crafted on weaponry like that, like guns. Guns. 
In simplistic terms, guns work on the water, probably not the land unless you have magic casts on them to keep them stable. Okay. I got a magic bubble of salt water. I can shoot you anywhere now. <laughs> there are exceptions to this, but that's why you'll find cannons and muskets and shit like that on the water, which now adds a whole nother level of danger on the water. And if it's land-based, if you got an earth elemental, yeah. he's what, not going to be summoned on a boat. What I heard what, from there was, don't play a gunslinger <laughs> unless you plan to always be on the water. Uh, <laughs> for you, for you, Bard, the biggest legend of that has is during one of the eras of destruction, mm-hmm. weaponry almost brought this planet to its knees. So the gods outlawed it. But the god of the ocean said, fuck that law. All right. <laughs> In the most simplistic of terms. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah. Okay. So uh, back to your original question. I saw I got off on a tangent there. Yeah, not a lot of travelers here. Gotcha. This is local fishermen wharf. They're still adventurous uh, fishermen and and pirates and shit like that. But for the most part, I would say it's probably 80% local. Gotcha. Does that answer your question? (laughs) You'll probably be fine if you wanted to go to the tavern (laughs) or something. I mean, I guess if it's a nice tavern, like... Sure, it's decent. And sure, I'll just take everybody there. It'll simplify things. Let's streamline this process. All right, let's streamline it. As I described, uh, the you're getting in through on the afternoon. It'll only take you, uh, Zane, it'll only take a few hours at tops maybe to get in contact with your man for him to come meet you. And uh, Do they even know? Does your party know what's going on? Or are you just leading him in? Have you guys discussed this? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, we have not discussed this. There, you, it occurs to you, your party, maybe, besides maybe the exception of Lyrium, which he just kind of goes with the flow anyway, probably doesn't realize the difficulty would be to get off yeah, the Yeah, I'm kind of... Because they haven't asked from, about it even. From, like, the, like, just stares at the ocean. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow, the ocean. But not everywhere is this hard to get off, you know, get sea travel. Especially, like, inside of sea travel. Like, going up a coast is not a huge deal. That, you probably won't get, you know, the the, the lord of the sea will not murder your ass. However, when you lose sight of land, that's when... <coughs> Sorry. He, when you lose sight of land, that's when he gets particularly... Um, interested in you? Interested in you, yeah. So, it's occurring to you, uh, I would think, now that they, it hasn't occurred to them that it's going to be a thing. Yeah. So, so... Yeah. We will need to book passage on a ship. I've somewhat explained this with blood and your um, sister and how captains can be particular and you want to keep them pleased. The reason for this is the the god of the sea, Tadronas. He he can be... (coughs) How do I put this nicely? Um, Particular. And if he is particular to you, you will drown. You will sink your boat. So, we will go see a captain who has his favor to a certain extent. And will provide us passage. But you must treat this man with respect. You understand. Very well. Very well. And as you make your way through the summer heat into the vast markets... Imagine, we've all seen the movies where the 
the parrots are being sold or like the silks are all out on display. The street meat is out there to be taken. Everybody yelling at you to take their wares. Oh, sir, just a moment of this. So, madam, give me this and all that. As you guys make your way through the busy streets. You've never tried anything like this. Try it. Try it. And you prepared your carts well ahead of people trying to snip shit off the carts while you guys are going through these busy streets. So don't worry about any of that stuff. Then we got a troll dog on the back of it. Nobody's going to touch it anyway. (laughs) And you guys don't look like somebody to mess with either, truth be told. Like one look at Garner, like, uh, nah, I'm good. Not going to steal that guy's, you know, whatever it is on their their, uh, their wagon. No, I'm Um, pretty sure also one look at the troll dog and it was like... But on that, if anybody's interested in anything later on, I know you guys are in a rush now. You do see exotic animals being sold, silks, clothing, different things like that, kind of different wares that you might find here and there. It's not as vast as um, some of you more cultured people have seen on the bigger cities, but uh, to those who are only used to small towns, this is amazing. It's pretty much amazing to everybody because uh, you got to remember, half of us don't even remember half of our life. So That's yeah, fair. this is new once again. <laughs> but you get to uh, a tavern like, eventually. I'm like, look, he made that ball disappear underneath that cup. I want to play that game. <laughs> Come back broke. <laughs> oh, it's like, damn it! I thought I figured uh, it out. You get to a tavern and you see a large griffin on uh, its sign. Um, it says the blind griffin underneath it, and you go into its relatively busy normal bar patrons all about mostly just drinking keep them to themselves and uh, there are there are stairs heading up for uh, an inn as well it's a tavern slash inn now we got to decide who's going to stay with the carts and who's going in it does also have a place that you can uh store horses and carts if you need to once you pay of course what's everybody looking at me because you're the money you man the, you have the sack <laughs> take your sack inside and get us some rooms i'll go in i'll get us some rooms uh, I get me a king and I get everybody else a twin. <laughs> Long story short, everybody gets a room. Everybody gets their horses uh, taken care of in the stables. Carts uh, put in. Do you want to meet with this man, your contact alone, Zane, or do you want the group down there so he kind of gets an idea who's going to be on his boat? I guess I want to give him an idea who's going to be on his boat. I don't right. want to surprise a man, like, obviously. Fair enough. Uh, you guys take up a few tables downstairs, continue in the traveling party you've apparently been having the whole time down and having a few drinks and eating some fresh food and uh, an older gentleman walks in uh, as he walks in you see an older man, grey beard he's obviously looks like a, if I could describe a person as a chihuahua, this would be the person very skinny, very uh, lean and it's got that shaking look around like everything's Terrifies him as he, he looks <laughs> around. He's a germaphobe. one of the chairs and barks uh, at everybody. From... Though his expression doesn't, even though his body portrays that, his expression doesn't seem that one of fear. As he sees you across the room, Zane smiles and uh, makes his way over. Seems pleasant enough. Captain. Hello, old friend. It is good to see you. Uh, it's good to see are you. Are you Zane? Yeah. No, I mean, like, do you have, is your, is he know you by Zane? Yeah, I, okay. I, I rarely disguise my name. Zane, it's good to see ya. You have a lot more friends coming back than coming over, I see. Indeed. Oh, they're big and little. <laughs> the coin's the same, lucky for you. Much appreciate. Everybody sit down, sit down. Can I get a drink on you? 
Of course. Of course. <laughs> do you want a, a regular or do you want exotic? If I know what he drinks, I would have ordered it for him. Oh, already. sure. And he's got one ready. And, um, yeah, I appreciate it. He sits down and starts drinking heartily. <laughs> I go up to the bartender. I need that bottle, that bottle, that bottle, that bottle, that bottle. And I put him in the bag of holding. <laughs> got to restock. <laughs> have you heard the news lately? Have you been out in the wilds, as they say? <laughs> it wasn't the wilds, but... Uh... It was not very connected to the rest of the world either. Well, things have gotten from bad to worse. How uh, worse? The naval battles have increased in size, and uh, Elembray's forces retreated east to the other side of the island. And Avernum was hot on their trails last we looked. So, the fight, as they say, has come to us. With that being said, every ship that's being found out there is either being, he throws up the quotation, sequestered for combat or sunk. But he has a gleam in his eye. Of course, got a ship for you. As they say, goods still have to move. If you don't mind moving with a cargo, I have a ship for you. Not at all. And it should be protected. Granite, that's a light should. We will be leaving under cover of darkness, perhaps? Leaving under the cover of darkness, yes. Tomorrow night. So soon. Your fee is covered by your associates. But it has gone up substantially. I was told to ask, were you successful? Indeed. Then no other business is needed to be conducted between you and I. The fee is flat and it is taken care of. Very good. Tomorrow night at sunset, have everybody at the docks ready to go. This ship will sail without you. Understood. Another particular matter of business. Uh, We can discuss this privately, I would hope. Sure. So I take him away in some place, another table or something like that, and ask him about the guy who got away. He would have probably had to get a ship here. Um, Oh, um, damn, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, Sorry, you you mentioned it. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, I can't can't either. He was the the squirrely guy, the Duke's son or whatever. Hold on, hold on. Lord Monfrey. Monfrey. Do you know if a Lord Monfrey... Let me do a... Passage with someone. I'm going to do a random for him. He knows a lot. Uh, The name sounds familiar. Yes, he... uh, One of the last ships off the island, in fact. Understand, very few have moved. So, you're making my job too easy. Do you know where he might have been planning to land this ship? I think he is out of Elambre. That is convenient for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I, I pass him, let's say, five gold. I will be leaving, so you will need some money to drink with. I of, course, of course, of <laughs> course. Um, enjoy the summer festivities. 
I hear they're not fully kicking off tomorrow, but should be some shows. Very good. All right, I rejoin the rest of the group. All right. And that, as they say, is that. Is that. The next morning, anybody doing anything? Uh, going to the local forge and going to the shops, look for stuffs for fixing armors and whatnot so, that I might be low on. So wait, what are you going to do? Go are, to you, are you doing this during the night? No, like, no, no, no. I'll do it. I'll do it in the morning. At night, we're just all gathering around, having chit chats and stuff like that. And then tomorrow morning, I'll let everybody know I'm going to do a little shopping, light shopping, for equipment and materials for okay. making and fixing armor. And you go rent a forge, so to speak. No, no, no. I said I'm just going to go to the local oh, forge. Okay. I'm going to look and see what kind of metals he's got. See if he's got anything that I don't have that I can't use. Sure. Get me a mobile anvil and stuff like that. Well, that's heavy. You have a bag of holding? Fair no, enough. I don't need a huge anvil. Okay. A 35-pounder or something like that. Okay. Sure. Just, uh, you know what? Like, uh, based off before, you can have that stuff already. So you can roleplay okay. later. You get it out and do all okay. that. No, wasn't sure. But then I definitely want to look and see what kind of metals he's got. Because he might have something that I couldn't get okay. from Hearth. So you're doing a little light like shopping? That. What's everybody else doing? Ooh, something I had meant to mention before. And this is before you entered town. So I'm going to, a few, uh, before you enter town, uh, Devlin goes, this, this will probably be important. And hands Grimshaw some potions. Take one of these every day. And he looks at Grimshaw and he nods, take one now. And Grimshaw takes it and he goes, and his face starts changing and manipulating until eventually you see a halfling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and give it to your dog, and then you just got a fugly yeah, sharp. He's got egg. enough for Grimshaw for a few days. So uh, <laughs> you guys understood that he gave him a potion of alter self, and Grimshaw now looks like a halfling boy now. Okay. Meant to mention that earlier, but uh, Devlin too describes goes. It's just easier to explain that. Or he goes, yeah. it's just easier to explain that than the other. Midway through the morning. Devlin comes downstairs in a in a huff. Lyrium, you're downstairs. Yeah. We have trouble. What sort of trouble? I cannot find Chimerian anywhere. Oh. Do you think she may have undergone another alteration? I don't know. Ask around. I'm going to go talk to the barkeep. Can you... Ask of anybody else, please. Absolutely. You're the only one here. I immediately begin hitting the bartender and any regulars that I have noticed. People okay. that are uh, You there. do notice one chap. You're good at this kind of thing. He's been there here since last night. But it doesn't seem any worse where. Just an old sailor. Hello. Ah, Hello. You salty old fellow. Listen, <laughs> I, uh... That I am, boy. Have a, have a bit of a problem. You may have noticed us coming in uh, previously. I did. Yes. You had uh, quite a unique group of people. <laughs> um, yeah, And some beauties, too. In a, yes, exactly. In our group, there was, in fact, a beauty. A little distant, uh, slightly strange. But ah, strange. Fetching and very blonde. Nonetheless... 
Strange and very blonde. Very rare here. Yes. She <laughs> seems to have slipped her moorings, shall we say. <laughs> she left. Yes. I was wondering if you had seen her. No, I'm telling you, she left. Uh, she did. Yeah, uh, yeah this morning. Th- this morning. Mm-hmm. Did she look the same? She was very blonde. Yes. And <laughs> she has a tendency, sometimes when she goes on a tear, she'll do something a little different with her hair or mm. something like that. Mm. No, she just looked like she wasn't all there. That doesn't narrow it down. Uh, did you see, perchance, which way she went once she left? Oh, she asked, actually, me for directions. To what? Uh, she said, uh, how did she word it? Statue with a plant. Had I seen a statue holding a plant? And of course I have. Oh, where, where's that? Oh, that's south of here, about a half day's trek. I see. All right. And what's what's this statue of the plant called? Uh, the, it, it marks the entrance to a crypt, uh, an ancient archmage of uh, Azulia. His name was Sava Ruth. Even better. He's a particular fellow of story, and you, you, I'm sure you'll understand. Oh yeah, I, holding up the loot. Love this plant. Hard. <laughs> love love this plant. Oh yeah, that's why I knew what it was. Well. In that case, thank you very much for your time. I'm going to get in touch with my friends now. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, I hustle back, track him down. He's asking the barkeep right now. He's like, I don't see her. Do you you remember the other day when she was staring southward? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I I may know what is southward now. There's a crypt. A mage's crypt. We have to get the others. Indeed. This is going to be trouble. I can feel it in my bones. All right. We must prepare. Sebastian, my traveling pants. Uh-huh. And out I go. <laughs> 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 That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> I'll do my best to meet you back here next time. <laughs> <laughs> my traveling pants. <laughs>